everyone, you're welcome to Christian Therapy Podcast. It is your host, Aishverano, and today I have Daya. He's back. Hi, guys. Good to be here again. <laughs> okay, so if you've listened to the first episode, we're talking about finances. We talked a little bit about our personal experiences and then went into some conversations about budgeting. So if you have not listened to that episode, I would encourage you to go and listen to it for yourself. You will be blessed. I can assure you of that. So we're still talking about finances because... It's important to get that money, honey. Like you got to. <laughs> it's important, and not not just you know. We're going to talk just briefly about the scripture. Um, I wish above all things that that would prosper. You know, and being good health, even as their soul prospers, right? So the focus is on us prospering, and you know, if we're prospering, true and true, I feel like we need to also be financiers of the gospel we need to also be financially stable financially buoyant in this world the truth about the matter is unless we're rich enough to have prominence in the world our voice will not be given that much weight and so i think as christians we need to be very very mindful of the fact that it's important like i know people feel like oh you know christians talk about money too much and da, 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 da. money answered all things that's what the bible says mm. and so you can act like money is not important but money makes life a lot easier the, the one of the hardest things i would imagine is wanting something or needing something and not having money to afford it mm. so i want to encourage us to listen with an open heart you know, don't think, okay, this is another podcast talking about money. If you watch or listen to my podcast, you know, I talk about so many different things. And this is probably the first time I'm talking about money, like really as a focus on this podcast. Mm. And so there is a reason I have to say, like, it's been so on my spirit for the last couple of weeks about this finances to talk about it. But I feel like I didn't want to come here to talk about it when the work on me had not already started, you know, so you know, I'm, you know, I'm a recovering spender. <laughs> mm. Um, So, it, you know, God is working on me when it comes to finances. And I want to be able to share that with you guys. Anyways, enough about that. Let's get into it. So we talked about budgeting last time, Dio. Um, I want us to talk about a little bit more about practical tips um, to help people with finances, to help people actually be financial stewards to help people be financially buoyant yeah um i think from the last um episode we had we talked about budgeting Mm -hmm. which is very important if you must keep a track of your finances Mm -hmm. and be on top of your game Mm -hmm. all right um apart from the fact that um i also mentioned the last um, episode that you get a job Mm -hmm. right um get a paying job (laughs) Um, get a trade, get a skill, mm-hmm. right? Those mm-hmm. are things that bring in your money, the channel, mm-hmm. right? Now, when you, when the money comes in, how to retain the money, how to mm-hmm. invest the money, how to be a good steward, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about budgeting as well. I think the next thing, then we mentioned tithing, mm-hmm. right? So I think one of the practical things for me and from the word of God, mm-hmm. that I see that is very important is giving, mm-hmm. 
giving is very important. I think giving is very dear to God. I think that's one of the ways to secure your finances mm-hmm. in God. Mm-hmm. Do you get my point? I think I'd like to read from um, um, Act 10. And I'm talking about the story of Cornelius. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's, there's a line in that passage that really struck my heart. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm reading from the tra- um, Passion Translation. Um, Acts 10 verse 1. Um, it says, at that time, there was a Roman military officer, Cornelius, who was in charge of 100 men stationed in Caesarea. Mm-hmm. He was a captain of the Italian regiment, a devout man of extraordinary character who worshipped God and prayed regularly with all his family. He also had a heart for the poor and gave generously to help them. Mm. Now, this is it. Verse 3 says, one afternoon about three o'clock, he had an open vision and saw the angel of the Lord appear right in front of him, calling out his name. Startled, he was overcome with fear by the sight of the angel. He asked, what do you want, Lord? The angel said, all of your prayers and generosity mm. to the poor have ascended before God as an eternal offering. Mm-hmm. Do you know this simple act of Cornelius brought salvation to his household mm-hmm. because Cornelius wasn't born again, right? But this thing, if you remember, the angel said clearly, your prayer and, and your generosity. Mm-hmm. And we can even tell by God in, his, in himself is a giver. Mm-hmm. John 3, 16, that we all know. That's literally what I was going to say. Right? <laughs> For God so loved the world. That he gave. That he gave. God mm-hmm. is always given. Mm-hmm. God is always given. So one of the things, one of the ways you can, you know, um, practical ways, mm-hmm. practical ways, where you can secure your finance and where you know that you are secured in God. Mm-hmm. Because I need to emphasize this. You are not secured in your job. Mm-hmm. And we all know that when COVID came. Most people lost their jobs. Most people lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's, 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 uh, it's an evidence now that no job is reliable. Mm-hmm. Right? No channel, so to say, mm-hmm. can is, is, is reliable. God is the source. Mm-hmm. All right? God is the source. Like the scriptures is, is the author and the finisher. So once you acknowledge that, so how do you, you have to tie your finances in God, mm-hmm. right? Giving, sowing to help them towards the ministry. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people do. Yes, you can you can give generously to even non-believers, mm-hmm. all right? It's because when God gave Jesus Christ to us, most of us were insane, mm-hmm. all right? Do you get my point? So mm-hmm. it, it's an act of reaching out, you know, ex, it's an act of expressing God's heart, mm-hmm. Do you get my point? Because it's out of love you're doing it. Mm-hmm. So I think that that giving, sowing, is one of the practical ways that you can, so to say, you know, master your finances. Mm-hmm. All right? And grow your finances as well. Because the truth is, once you start giving, the scripture says in Second Corinthians 9, it says that it's God that gives seed to, to the sower and bread for food. Because the more you keep giving out, God is giving you seed, but you mm-hmm. are giving out bread mm-hmm. in form of seed. So it is E who supplies the seed to the sower. Mm-hmm. You are the sower. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You are the sower, all right? But you give bread mm-hmm. to others. So the more you keep giving bread to others, the more God keeps giving you more. And I'll tell you, if God can find out that you're dealing diligently well, that's why it comes mm-hmm. to stewardship. 
mm-hmm. if God finds that you're dealing well with what he's giving to you, it keeps supplying you with more seed. Of course. It keeps supplying you with more seed. Because he knows that, you know what, you're not just thinking about yourself, mm. but you're thinking about others. And that's what God wants. For God so loved that mm-hmm. he gave. Mm-hmm. That he gave. So you are a God on the earth, and God wants you to give as well. 100%. And I think I, I think about it in, in the sense of like even people of the world, right? There are certain people that are successful in this world and you realize that they're very generous people. Mm. The thing about the word of God is Christian or not Christian, the principles work. Yeah. So it's the same way with the law of gravity. You throw something up in the air, it, it will down. come down, right? Mm-hmm. So the same thing with the law of giving. The more you give, the more you receive. That's mm. just a fact. Um, and I'll give you an example. So I was listening to, I think, Kelly Rowland one time. And she was talking about how there was one time she was having like just financial issues left, right, center, right? Then she was speaking to her friend Lala about it. And then Lala said to her, when was the last time you gave Kelly? Mm. This is someone that I don't, I've never seen her claim that she's Christian. Or, mm. Right? She was like, when was the last time that you gave? And, you know, she thought about it and she was like, hmm. And then she then began to give. She then began to give and mm. her finances changed. It was like mm. she just started to get opportunities left, right and center. Mm. You know, it's like the scripture that talks about and you will make all grace abound towards you. Yeah. So that you'd be you self-sufficient, mm-hmm. requiring no aid or support. Mm. What does that mean to require no aid or support? That means by yourself, you have more than enough for yourself and for others. Mm. You don't need to call somebody to come and ask them to help you. You mm. have more than enough by yourself. Absolutely. You know, and so that is that's what God can and wants to do with every single person listening today. Mm. Like if you're listening to the sound of my voice, he wants to do this with you. But he's not going to give a selfish person. Mm. the level of wealth that would not help anybody. Mm, absolutely. He might give you enough for yourself, <laughs> your family, but it ain't going to give you the wealth of nations mm. because he knows that it will not flow through you. Absolutely. You will hold it and hoard it. And I think so, mm. you know, when you plan your budgeting, Plan sums that you plan to give out. Yeah. Have some that you're saying, okay, this is what I'm going to give to this friend. This is what I'm going to give towards this. This is what I'm going to give towards this. It is important. Plan your givings. There is nothing wrong in saying, okay, I'm going to have 10% for my tithe, 10% to give to other people. Mm-hmm. Or 5%, whatever it is that you decide, propose in your heart mm. to do. You know, but do it. And I feel like, before long, you would start to see changes in your finances. Yeah. You will not, you will just attract good things. You will attract people that just, they, they just see you that day. They're like, I just want to help this person. Absolutely. She just seems like such a nice girl. What do you mm. need? Mm. You know? Yeah, sure. And you just get opportunities knocking. More like begging. <laughs> you know, imagine opportunities are begging you and say, come and take this opportunity. You know? And so that's, that's how I genuinely feel about given and one other thing i would say that is a very very important principle is confessions death and life are in the power of the tongue be careful what you see about your finances be careful what you see about your channels to which god is blessing you 
it's not time to be confessing. Ah, you don't have money. You don't have money. You have money. I have more than enough. I'm self-sufficient, requiring no aid or support. That is the time to maintain your confession. Call yourself what God calls you. Use the word of God to mold the picture that you want. Wake up in the morning. You might not have money in your bank account, but I am self-sufficient, requiring no aid or support. I have more than enough. I have more for myself and to give. Mm. You know, if you say these things every day, morning and night, and you're giving and you're, you're meditating on God's word, there is no way, there is no way, like money back guarantee, guys, there is no way that you will not experience success. There is no way. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah, you know, um, whilst you were talking, um, I just remembered when I just started my my fashion business, yeah? Mm-hmm. And talking about confession now, mm-hmm. and one thing I've come to realize is confession opens the pathway to prophecy, mm-hmm. right, and gives you vision. Mm-hmm. What do I mean? I find out that when I wake up in the morning, I'll start confessing, mm-hmm. or I'm a city set upon a hill that can never be hidden. I arise, I shine, my light has come. Mm-hmm. Kings are coming to the brightness of my dawn. I would call the name of my business, mm-hmm. right? Another part in Isaiah 60 that says, my sons and daughters will come with their silver and their gold in their hands. Mm-hmm. I'll start confessing. And, you know, after that, it just feels like a doorway of idea just pops in my mm-hmm. head. And I just go, you know what? Let's post on social media. Let's post this, let's post that. Mm-hmm. Right, that is coming from a place of confession. Like I said, mm-hmm. confession opens a pathway for prophecy. Mm-hmm. It's like your mind opens. Your mind just opens. Mm-hmm. I say, you know what? I know what to do. Mm-hmm. I just go and I tell my guys, let's post this picture. Let's do this. And bam, people engage with it. And before you know it, we've been able to convert people as a mm-hmm. potential client. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I think mm-hmm. this is working, and that's why I keep doing. Every morning, I go downstairs to my office and I stop confessing. Mm-hmm. Oh, nations are coming. You know, we are, we are, we have become a city. You know, that scripture in Isaiah that says, you know, uh, we have become, you know, um, the house of the Lord be exalted above the mountains. Mm-hmm. I'll call the name of my business. All right, this place is, is now being exalted above the mountains. Mm-hmm. Men are trooping into it. And before you know it, visions. And that's the, that's the power of confession. Mm-hmm. All right? Confession is, you know, proclaiming that which God has said about your life. Mm-hmm into your business things might not change you know um um immediately mm-hmm. in front of you or physically but in the spirit realm what you've done is you've planted the seed mm-hmm. now the more you keep confessing you're watering the seed mm-hmm. you're watering the seed you're watering the seed and before you know it bam do you get my point mm-hmm. so confession is a very very vital path mm-hmm. or part of your finances, you mm-hmm. have to decree the thing. And I can tell you every morning, one of the things I wake up to do is Psalm 23. Mm-hmm. And then we've so, we've so, you know, memorized that scripture so mm-hmm. that we don't understand the weight of it. Mm-hmm. If I want to read that scripture, I don't read it from my head, I mm-hmm. go into the Bible. Mm-hmm. And it says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall, shall not, not want. want. Want means that you shall not be in any lack. Mm-hmm. 
it makes me like, anything. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. It, it leads me beside the still waters and restores my soul. Mm-hmm. It leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear no evil for your rod, um, you know, for, um, for, for thou with me, your rod and your staff. Mm-hmm. And there's a pastor that says, it leads me beside the green pastures. Mm-hmm. Green pastures means green fields where every fruit is ready. Mm-hmm. That's what the shepherd does. Fruitful. Do you get my point? So when I woke up in the morning, I am conscious of the fact that he is the shepherd. Mm-hmm. It will lead me to my green field where everything is ripe. Mm-hmm. So once you start confessing in the morning or whatever time you start confessing, you find out that your eyes open mm-hmm. and you start seeing things and you start knowing what to do. I am telling you. Do you get my point? Yeah. And I'll tell you that when we, when I was, um, there, was, there was time I was into um, international um, logistics and I just tell myself, you know, we need to make some money today. Mm-hmm. Do you get my point? I go into the place of confession power and you just gives us idea. Oh, post this. Oh, do this. Why don't you call this client? Why don't mm-hmm. you do this? And I'm like, why is this thing so easy? Mm-hmm. All right? But because of the fact that I prioritize the place of confession, mm-hmm. always confessing in the morning, it is very important. As well as sewing is important, mm-hmm. as well as tithing is important, as well as giving thanks is important. Mm-hmm. Because I found that giving yeah, thanksgiving, thanks, right, thanks, that, yeah. that's one of the secrets I've learned in the last few weeks. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. we're going to come to come back to that later. Mm-hmm. But confession is very important. It is affirming what God has said. Mm-hmm. about your life mm-hmm. philippians 3 10 it says i press on to lay hold mm-hmm. of that which christ has laid hold for me so literally when you're confessing that's what you're doing you're mm-hmm. laying hold of what god has done for you Chica, what i'm trying to 100%, say a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah no thank you very much for that and you know you were going to say something else as well and you decided to pause that but on thanksgiving isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, uh, one one thing I've come to understand as Christians is God loves us giving thanks. Mm-hmm. God, that's why the scripture says He inhabits the play, the praise of His people. Mm-hmm. The word inhabit means to to live, to live make in. a dwelling. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like your pr- your praise <laughs> is His house. Your praise is His house, and I find that if you keep praising God for the little things, mm-hmm. God is moved. He'll bless God you with even moved. more. And it feels like. In my head, it feels mm-hmm. like it's easier to move God, to do things, to move from his throne. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm being honest with you. A hundred percent. It's easier. And the way I've so embraced the Psalms lately, mm. I go into the Psalms, oh, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. Mm-hmm. Those Psalms, I, 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 know, I, I, I read them in the morning and I pray with them, give mm-hmm. thanks unto God. Mm-hmm. All right? Is it give thanks to uh, you know um, unto the Lord for He is always good. Mm. Always means there's no atom of evil, there's no atom of bad, there's no atom mm. of whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you get my point? I thank God for everything, and I found that there was this day I gave a testimony in church. Even if everything wasn't, my job was stressing me down. Mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted some more where my uh, my salary is concerned, and I wanted a job that was very flexible. Mm-hmm. Imagine working seven days a week, and you you still feel like you're not you're not <laughs> you're giving so much, but you're not getting what you want. What you want, yeah. Then I shared a testimony, just and I told God, you know what? I just want to give you thanks for even this job at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know what the scripture says? It says, "Give thanks at all times." Mm-hmm. No give thanks it says rejoice i say rejoice rejoice, mm-hmm. rejoice. that means even in 
every situation you rejoice and give thanks like it says in philippians 4 mm-hmm. it says you know do not be anxious in anything but by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving with make your request known unto god mm-hmm. chicken my point so thanksgiving is a very important part of our lives as christians thanking god for where you are thanking mm-hmm. him for where he's brought you from he opens the gateway for god to do more mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like, thank you for what you've done. Absolutely. Even think about it, right? You know, on a personal level, if your parents, if you're so grateful to your parents mm-hmm. for something, they want to do more for Absolutely. you. Ah, daddy, the way you did that for me. Ah, I'm so grateful. You're the best dad ever. They'll be like, okay, fine. Let me give you this one extra. Yeah, this person appreciates it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When someone appreciates what you do, you want to do more for them. Absolutely. And where do you think we got that from? Our father, God. Hallelujah. You know, mm. I feel like sometimes we don't understand that our personalities, all of these things are things that we got from God. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. Was there anything, any final thoughts you wanted to share regarding finances? Yeah. Lastly, there's a scripture I want to read. Mm. Um, uh, well, okay, just give me a second while I find the scripture. Okay, that's it. That's all right. That's all right. I think... For me, I just think it's very important to really ask God, what should I do with my finances? And I think there is a, it's important to really speak to God about your finances. And I think that's one of the things that I'm working on a lot more. It's like, okay, God, you know, what should I do with this? How should I spend this money? What do you want me doing? Because the thing is, we can tell you how we think you should spend your money. Yeah. But the Holy Spirit is the greatest teacher. He's the extraordinary mm-hmm. strategist. You know, he's the one that will teach us all things, mm-hmm. you know. And if that's the case, then he can teach you even better than we can ever. Mm. So he might say to you, okay, I want you to pay tithe of 20%. Mm. You know, general tithe is 10%. Absolutely. That's the minimum, right? Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean God cannot say to you, I want more from you. Mm. You know, I, I know someone that was like, I'm starting a business and he is like 60% for God, him 40%. God is his greatest partner. Mm. So we're in the business together, the business so cannot crash. Oof, that's a big one, isn't it? Yeah, when he gave that testimony, I was like mad. It <laughs> 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 was like, the business cannot crash mm, because absolutely. my greater partner Come on. is in this business with me. Mm. So every 60% of whatever the business makes goes to God. Hmm. It's his business. Are you saying the business will not flourish? It has to flourish. It, it, it is for God now. It has to flourish, yeah. You know? And that, I was like, that was some hmm. deep stuff. When he said that, I, I really caught it. No, I caught this one as well. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But yeah, and I just, I just I was like, wow, that's some deep stuff. It's like, that's, that's you really putting God in your finances. You're letting him take hold. He's the one that is controlling your finances. Hmm. And so, you know, if we leave you with nothing today, I want you to spend time with God about it. Mm. How can I do better with my finances? What is it that you want me to do with my finances? Now, God will never tell you to do something that is inconsistent with his word. Let's be clear, first of all, right? So he's not going to tell you to not tithe. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tell you to take your tithe and give it to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, please. But I think I've, we need to. We, need we really to, we need, need to, to emphasize this because I've, I've seen people say, you know what? Instead of paying my tithe, I give I'd it to my give father. It to the poor. 
Yes. Well, no, that's, no. that's unacceptable, that's, guys. That's, that's normal. And that's, it's that's not disobedience. It right? is, yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, one thing the devil does is, the devil does not come up with something random. He comes up with, he uses a truth and then perverses it. Absolutely. So he knows paying your tithe is good. But instead of saying to you, don't pay your tithe, he said, no, give it to someone who needs it. Mm-hmm. So it makes logical sense because yeah. you're thinking, wait, ah, the church, they might not need it. But imagine some guy on the street, let me give him the money. Mm. Do you know what will happen to his life? But that's not your tithe. Mm. Your tithe is God's. Mm. It's not for the guy on the streets. Mm. Give your tithe, pay your tithe to God, and then go and do whatever you want to do for the guy on the streets, if that's what you want to do. You know, but I think it's very important to be careful of that. Some people say their tithe is for their parents. No, no, nah. no, 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 no. Your tithe is for your parents, God. Mm. <laughs> not the not your earthly parents, honey. Mm. And so anyone that tries to get you to divert your tithe, <laughs> that person wants to mess with your money. Mm. And don't do it. Mm. Don't do it. Mm. Um I can only speak for myself, you know, and I can only speak for, you know, back in the day when I first started giving tithe, I remember, and this is one of the reasons I learned it early on, because I was paying my tithe, and then I think there was probably one time or so that I didn't pay my tithe, and I saw the difference. Uh-huh. I noticed the difference, fam, like, Absolutely. the money had no beginning, no end. I yeah. did not know yeah. what I did with that money. Uh-huh. You would think... The benefit of that 10% would be like, oh my God, I got some extra coins. And <laughs> fam, to this day, I don't know what the money was for. I don't know what I did with that money. So I learned. I was like, wow, you really need to glorify God with your money for yeah. you to be able to get more and for you to be able to thrive financially. You know, the bottom line about everything is put God first and you have no issues. Mm. You know, what was the scripture you wanted to share? You know, uh, sorry, before I read the scripture, yeah, I'm just, you know, whilst we were talking, you literally just kept laying in my heart that, guys, we need to understand that God wants us to prosper. He does. You know, when above I, when, all things. Above all things, you know. And one of the things, the tricks of the devil is he wants to bring us to a place where we feel like God is taking from us. Mm, that's a, that's but a good I've, I've got good news for you. God doesn't want to take from you. Mm-mm. He wants to give to you. But you know what? You've got to show the sign of honor. Because your your tithe, your offering, mm-hmm. your benevolence is a worship unto God. It is. I'll read the scripture. Proverbs 3 verse 9 and the Passion, passion Translation. Because I know our host likes the Passion Translation. I love the Passion Translation. <laughs> That's my favorite translation. Proverbs 3 9 <laughs> says, Glorify God with all your wealth. All. You know, I've come to understand that wealth, you know, apart from money, there mm-hmm. are other things that wealth covers as well. Mm-hmm. Glorify God with all your wealth, honoring him with your first fruits and every increase that comes to you. Mm-hmm. You know, as a business person, if you make one pound extra mm-hmm. on your business, you should give God the first fruit. Mm-hmm. Because from what he says, is honor him with your first fruits with every increase mm-hmm. that comes to you. And verse 10 says, then every dimension of your life 
will overflow with blessings from uncontainable source of inner yeah, joy. joy. Wow. That's beautiful. And I'm just going to say something before we wrap up. Yeah, that's you know, fine. um, I, I just want to share because I feel the Holy Spirit is laying this in my heart. You're, you're, you're listening to us right now and you're saying, you know what? I don't even have the finances right now mm. to do it. I, I want to tithe. I want, I want to, I want to, I want to give to God, mm-hmm. right? I want to give to people. I want to support the kingdom, mm-hmm. but you don't have. Mm. I've been there before mm. where I knew that I wanted to give. But you know what I did? I couldn't remember there was this day because I was trained to honor God with my finances and honor the set man that God has placed over me. Mm-hmm. Right? Like honoring um, your the pastor. pastors, honoring mm-hmm. your mentors, right? I could remember that day that I had a very expensive suits. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I had mm. no money. Right. And then mm. I wanted to start a business. I didn't have the capital. Mm-hmm. I had nothing. But I had to skill. Do you know what? You know when the scripture says you bring your offering to the altar with tears. Mm-hmm. All right. I took my, my most expensive suit. I took it to the altar and I just put it there. And I was glad that I mm. did. I was crying. <laughs> but I was, yeah, I, I, I was glad I did. You know, there was this joy in my heart because I knew I really wanted to give to God. Mm. And I just gave him because I had no money. Mm-hmm. So the thing that represented value to me, mm-hmm. I suit? gave it. It was the suit. And I gave it. What about in a time where I didn't even have material things to give? I gave mm-hmm. my time. Mm-hmm. I gave my time. Mm-hmm. I gave my time to serving in church, mm-hmm. right, in various departments. And not just that, serving my man of God. Mm. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Serving my man of God. I would go to his office, so what would you like me to do for you? Mm-hmm. Now, I am, of course, I am doing to him, I'm doing it to him naturally, but I am doing it in honor to God. Mm-hmm. Knowing that God, I haven't got money to give, but I've got my time Such to as give. I have. Oof, thank you. <laughs> and like scripture says, that is your two fishes and five loaves of bread. Mm. That's what you've got. This is for people that are saying, you know what, I don't have the finances. And trust me, see, I am not reading from a book. I am telling you practical thing. I have seen my life gone from zero to one thousand, just doing that alone. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the money, I didn't have anything, but I had my time to give a seat mm-hmm. to God. And before I knew it, my life went from like that. Mm. And to be honest with you, I think I shared with you, you know, that, uh, you know, um, as it regarded to something, I was praying on the day I got ordained as a pastor, and God said to me, the result of the things you're seeing, the benefits of the things you're enjoying today mm-hmm. as a result of some of the seeds you've sown in the mm. time past. All right. Seeds of time, mm-hmm. seeds of money, seeds of service. Mm-hmm. Do you get my point? So if you're there right now, now would you permit me? No, and go I just, ahead. I just, I just thought, you know, in my heart, you could just lay your hands on your chest and just raise your, raise your right hand and just say after me, say, thank you, Jesus. Because you love me. Thank you because you died for me. And thank you because I know that you want me to prosper in my finances. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And I see someone on this podcast, the devil has been lying to you, all sort of lies. But I come against that voice and I silence it in the name of Jesus. 
And I declare from today on, your finances will be for the glory of God alone in the name of Jesus. Mm. You know, one of the things I heard in my heart right now mm. is there's some people on this on the podcast right now. God has given you so much, mm-hmm. but it feels like the, the much he has given to you, you're now using it against his kingdom. Mm. And mm. the truth is, ah, that that flow that flow might stop. Mm. Because it's a threat to the kingdom. That's the you cannot be a threat to the kingdom. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it is a threat to the kingdom. You know the scripture that is coming to mind. Oh, yeah, go the, ahead. the stone scripture. <laughs> mm. hmm. You cannot be a threat to the kingdom. You cannot be a threat to the kingdom. So I, I pray for you right now in the name of Jesus. From this moment onward, the mm. wisdom to manage your finances mm. will rest upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I declare that I rebuke every devourer, Amen. every thought voice Amen. that is telling you not to manage your finance the way God wants you to. Mm-hmm. I rebuke that voice in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I declare from that from now on, you will begin to use your finances according to the way God wants you to use them in the name of Jesus. Amen. And you will be a good steward in mm. the name of Jesus. Amen. The devil will not have a hold of your finances in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. You know, I, I just feel like there, you know a lot of people are going to share testimonies from this podcast. Mm. You know what, guys? You know, just, just go ahead and just leave your comments. Mm. Um, just leave your review, whatever God laid in your heart. You know, doing whilst you were listening to this podcast because I feel like there's going to be a lot of testimonies. Mm. All right. So just leave, go ahead and just, you know, write, um, I should write you know, a comment, a review, or an email, or however way you can, you know, mm. reach and let and know um, these things. Thank you very much. Oh, no, thank you. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the amazing, you know, words that you shared with us today. Um, and thank you to everyone for listening. I hope you've, I know that you've been blessed. I know that you've learned a lot. Um, I have as well. And I hope that, actually, why do I keep saying hope? I know that, you know, I will be hearing testimonies regarding changes in your finances. Um, and so maybe we can do like a check-in in a couple of months, depending. And, you know, we'll see, we'll see what you guys, um, how you guys respond to these episodes. Um, so yeah, go ahead and leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Only five star reviews, please. <laughs> um, and also, if you're on Anchor or Spotify, make sure you subscribe. Um, and yeah, um, find me on Anchor and leave me a voice message if you want to like chat further. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. God bless you guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much again, Dio. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.